0: What is up, guys? It is your host, and this is the Zach Lyman podcast. Yeah, and uh, that's what you're listening to. And I am your host, Zach Lyman, the one, the only host of this show. I've had a weird week, two weeks, I guess. Uh, It's just been a whirlwind. I went to Coffee Fest. Uh, You can go back and listen to an episode about what Coffee Fest is. I posted that. I do it a few times a year. I speak, I judge competitions. It was a lot of fun. Um, I lost my voice, so I couldn't do the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, great. When you're a podcast host and you're like, what? No, I can't talk. Um, but that was a lot of fun. I did record one episode with my friend Levi there. It will be coming out later. But right now, uh, I promised you guys a Q&A episode. And, uh, you know, just questions and answering and i had you ask questions on instagram facebook whatever uh and just things i want to kind of talk about in general so this is a very solo episode you know it's just me just me and a microphone i'm actually recording this on a task cam and i'm in a living room laying on the floor um You know, just still processing what happened in the last couple weeks Because it was just like, boom, 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 boom I was in LA, and then I was back, and then I was in Tucson And then I was in Goodyear, and then I was back And then I was like, hey man, you gotta post an episode What about that Q&A thing you promised everyone? Here it is! Here it is! But before we get into that, um, I almost did it I almost had it I almost nailed the words, and I didn't before we get into the episode, let's have a moment for the sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Folly Coffee. Launched in January of 2018, Folly Coffee Roasters is a startup coffee roaster lightly roasting high-end single-origin specialty coffees in Silver Lake, Minnesota. After less than two years in business, Folly Coffee is off to explosive start, including a 2019 Good Food Award as one of the top 15 coffees in the country. Head over to FollyCoffee.com and use code ZMP10. ZMP10. For 10% off your first order of whole beans. I recommend the winner... Currently a Colombian uh, with a juicy acidity and full body. I've had their coffee. I've hung out with these guys. They are great people. I love their coffee. Head over to foleycoffee.com, F-O-L-L-Y, coffee.com, and use ZMP10 for your first order of (laughs) Holdings. Yeah, head over, check them out. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the podcast. And also, don't forget to head over to ZachLyman.com and get your Comedy and Naps t-shirt. They're very popular. I sent out a couple crop tops this week. Some regular super comfy shirts also. go over. I have a whole section. I have a whole list, collection, gathering on Zacklyman.com Go over there. There's Comedy Naps shirts. There's Comedy and Coffee shirts and uh check them out beautiful designs i love them and uh let's get into this episode all right guys the first question in the q a episode here it is favorite comedian huh Wow, uh, that's a tough one. You, uh, If you know me well enough, you know that Steve Martin is one of my tops. Uh, first comedian I saw actually do stand-up, like was on TV with Steve Martin. It was like some old clips, and I was like, what? You can do that? And my dad was like, yeah, man, check out the whole album. And then he like got me the album. Um, when, I don't remember which album it was. And then later, I just bought all of the albums, and I absolutely was obsessed with him. And then it was like, I was into Nick Swartzen. And then after that, uh, I really got into, um, let's see, Uh, Bill Burr has been a big one for me. I'm really excited for his special. Nate Bargazzi is a huge one for me. I love Nate. Very funny guy. Uh, met him at an open mic like, once years and years and years ago. Super nice guy. Um, I don't know. There's so many. There's so many great comics. Would you rather brush your teeth with nacho cheese or Velveeta cheese? Oh, God. Uh, nacho cheese. uh um, What do I do when a joke flops? Uh, a couple things. Um, if I tell a joke and it's, it didn't go well, uh, I don't like it when the comic goes, what, none of you are whatever fans. I don't like that. I don't like that setup. I, I, I like to do something fun. Maybe one time, <laughs> for a while, I think it was last year, I was going through a thing where I would just do the joke again. I'll be like, no, no, I don't think you guys got it. And then I would do the whole joke again. And they would get a little bit of a laugh. And I'll be like, I really think you guys are missing out on this. And then I would do the joke again. But, like, every time I would do it, like, a little more animated or a little more, like, selling the thing. Or a little more nervous or a little more of something, right? Just taking it another step. And I would keep doing it until uh, they were dying laughing. And it's like, okay, that's a fun thing, but you can't do that for everything. Um, so maybe, maybe that's what I do. Or, uh, last night, I told the, uh, I had a joke that went okay, and I expected more out of them, and I just told them that, that I expected more, and that normally audiences, uh, applaud, and they stand up, and but, like, don't feel, don't feel like you have to, and then I, like, just kind of, like, drove that home for a minute, um... Yeah. Ooh, if they were going to do a documentary about my life, what celebrity would I want to play me? Well, of course, like I could go two ways with this, right? Like I could go, like I want the super hot. I want Ryan Reynolds to play me. <laughs> you know, like Ryan Reynolds just being like, so I'm this nerdy guy that does comedy, uh, <laughs> which would actually kind of make it funnier. Um, but, uh, you know, like, I feel like Michael Sarah could kill it <laughs> yeah, I needed someone that was believable of, uh, my life and just kind of drove it home. But then, like, if I did the manic stuff, I don't know, like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, cause I get manic on stage and I don't know if Michael Sarah could play me on stage, but I feel like he could play me in real life just like on a day to day cause I'm very quiet skinny white boy <laughs> uh, uh, do you share all of the food you cook or do you have leftovers oh oh do I share like do I share it with people because I this is a question regarding like my Instagram if you're always on it you know that I constantly am barbecuing food or cooking something because uh, I love to cook I love barbecuing. I'm trying to get better at smoking. Um, I share it all. I cook a bunch of food, and I'll share it with whoever wants it. Uh, I do have a lot of leftovers. I grilled yesterday or day before, and I, I'm i going to live off of that for the whole week of just, like, sausages and burgers I made and tzatziki sauce that I made, and I uh, made a, ale, a garlic aioli. It's going to be here all week. I'll be here all week. Um. Yeah, yeah. I I try to cook as much as possible. You know, having celiac disease, you kind of like need to. Super helpful. Um. The other question: What venue would you really love to perform at? Madison Square Garden. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm, uh, if I'm doing it, it's Madison Square Garden. That's when I know I've made it. <laughs> Is when it's uh one night only and the tickets are on Groupon. Zach Lyman, Madison Square Garden. <laughs> uh Largo would be really cool. Largo. That's just like a small theater in uh in LA. That'd be really cool. I love small theaters, man. I do them across the country. So much fun, you know? It just Madison Square Garden would be probably when my uh, my friends would call me and be like, dude, you finally did it. You broke through, bro. Yeah, did it. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Probably Largo, probably that. I've always wanted to do, like, really old giant theaters, 900-seat theaters across the country. Kind of did a little bit of that last year. No, this year. Wow, my brain's gone. Uh, yeah, I did some of that this year. Did one in Yakima, Washington. It was a very old theater. I don't remember. Like, 800 seats or something like that. Just ancient, ancient theater. Beautiful. And then, uh, at some point, I'm going to do the same thing in Reno. Just beautiful theater there. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Just probably Madison. Um... Is Conan a venue? Can I say whatever stage Conan's on? That's a venue. Let's do that. <laughs> um, let's see. Just uh, one week away from moving in to the new podcast studio. That's why I'm doing this on a task cam, Laying on a floor in a living room. And uh, yeah, so um, let's see. Let's move into another question. What other questions do we have? How do you... How do you... Take care of silence? Okay. I think they mean, like... How do you get better at handling the silence on stage? Just, like... Being comfortable on stage is what I'm gathering from that. I mean, being comfortable on stage is super important, right? It's like one of the most important things. So confidence sells the joke. So when you're on stage and uh, your joke is not finished yet, like, you know, have an open mic. And you just got to commit to the bit. And also you just have to be confident. And look like, yeah, I know this is going to work. And I know this is funny. So you guys also need to get on board with me as a person. And uh, when you do that, when you commit and you are confident, it will make the joke already better. So even if it's a very okay premise and it's not really finished yet and doesn't have a clear punchline and... Doesn't fit all the timing that you want uh, It still will work Kind of And uh, it will not hurt so much When they're silent at the end Because when you're not committed And you're not selling it And then it's silent And then you're just like Okay, I'm going to crumble as a person now Um, Yeah, that's a hard one But commit to the bit Handle it And also when it is silent And you're having that moment That pause Remember that they're listening. They are still listening, so they are still present. It's uh, when they start getting rowdy and talking and you've really lost them, that's when you need to worry. That's when you need to panic a little. (laughs) You need to change things up. Uh, But when they're silent, they're just waiting patiently, being very kind. So don't take that out on them. I hate it when comics do that. When they all of a sudden turn on the crowd and they're mad because it didn't go explosive laughter and they're just quietly like, okay, we like you, but that wasn't our favorite. What's the next one you're going to tell? That's what they're thinking. So remember that and just do that. Just be that. Uh, a joke bombs, maybe take a spin, like I said earlier, of just doing the joke again or whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever fun personality trait you have, but just move on, just move on to the next. I got this other bit. I got this other thing. What else? This is what I'm going to do. You know, um, I'm happy you guys, uh, been enjoying the podcast. We've been growing, uh, still growing. Please share with your friends. Please tell everyone, uh, I'm gonna have a following episode that I recorded with Levi in uh, Coffee Fest, and then I have a couple of more coming out. But really, it's gonna be all hands on deck when I get into that new studio. Um, so look forward to that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And you can go to my website zacklima.com and get yourself a comedy and naps T-shirt. And then uh, also follow me on Instagram, Zach Lyman Podcast. Zach, Z-A-C-K-L-Y-M-A-N Podcast. Um, Thank you so much. And I will see you next time. Yeah.